Hey everyone, welcome to Bully Food. This is the second episode. We're going to talk about why you don't want to count on bully-free zones. Uh, first, a warm welcome to everyone for coming out and uh, listening to my podcast, which is a project for students who are being bullied. We This is where we talk about everything to do with being bullied and how to make it stop. Um, my purpose is to help kids who feel like the curriculum and interventions at their school are just not working. Um, I'm providing lessons about bullying in general, and hopefully you can adapt some of these or all of these lessons to your own life to get past this stage that you're in of being bullied or help a friend. Um, today's topic, bully-free zones and why you really don't want to count on them is, uh, is what we're going to discuss today. And you first need to know some key points about what a bully-free zone is and what makes it unreliable. So a bully-free zone is a community or a space where it's designed to be safe. And the concept is that everyone will um, be free from being bullied and will not bully others. And as, as lovely as that sounds, and it's a great ideal, it's, it has a few flaws. The first is that the situation is conditional on how everyone else behaves instead of how you yourself behave being the primary, uh, behavior that you're counting on, you're counting on other people's behavior. Um, so because you can't control other people's behavior, you don't want to be dependent on them. Second, they provide no resistance to you. And in the world, you will come across people who are resisting you or are disagreeing with you, or maybe are being unkind to you, whether they know it and they're doing it on purpose or whether they don't, they just think they're being themselves and you are finding it to be unpleasant or unkind. Um, you really do in your life want to learn as early as possible how to deal with people who are, um, not getting along with you and, or all the way up to intentionally bullying you. So if you're in a bully free zone, a bully free school or a bully free community, um, you're going to have less opportunities to face people who are acting either harsh and upsetting you or mean on purpose and learning how to deal with them. The third thing is if a bully free zone does exist, it can't exist forever without flaws. So everyone at some point in time is not as kind as they'd like to be mean on purpose or actually tries out a, a time where they bully other people in order to get power. That's just part of what people are capable of doing. And some people, in fact, many people give it a shot at some point in their life, often when they're young as a child. Um, so it, you could be in a bully free zone or a bully free school. And then what happens when some kid joins in and they try out some bullying behaviors? It's not a bully free zone anymore. It's a, it's a zone with a bully. So, and that can happen at any time. And I think the worst thing about being in a bully free zone is that if you're expecting everyone to be kind all the time and you're not thinking that anyone would ever be a bully, then the bully can come out of nowhere and have even more of an element of surprise, more capacity to scare you or shock you. And, and 
a kid who gets bullied in a so-called bully-free zone might feel doubly bad about the situation because it's not supposed to be happening. Um, but the thing is, is that this world is not based on what is supposed to be. It's based on what is. And, and to deny reality can set people up to feel really bad about situations because they expected it to be um, different than it actually is. So instead of leaving yourself open to other people's behaviors or artificial conditions that can change at any time or a false sense of security or the less chance of being able to develop your skills and your social uh, awareness and, and capacity for dealing with all kinds of different people and different behaviors. I suggest you leave the idea of bully free zones behind and the idea that people shouldn't ever be mean or bully behind, leave all that behind because you'll be much better off, um, facing whoever you actually encounter as you encounter them and learning lessons from that. Uh, The two realizations that helped me get out of being bullied came to me because I had faced bullies. Those two realizations were that nobody, no rules and nothing really had more power in the situation than I did and nothing or no one or no rule could save me. Only I could save myself from what was going on. I had to stand up for myself And that was going to be the most, I was going to be the most likely to be successful in helping myself, anyone else. And the other thing I realized is that I did have courage. Um, And I know I said I would talk about courage. I think I said I would talk about it in the second episode, but I actually think it's better if we take a look at the idea of, and the value of rejecting bully free zones first. So the kind of people who insist on bully free zones are dependent on certain outcomes and conditions. They expect others to behave a certain way. They believe they are vulnerable and they need to be guarded with, with, you know, packed in bubble wrap or, um, given guardrails to keep them safe. And all of these things are bully food. So why are such traits bully food? Well, they're easy to exploit. All of them are easy to exploit. If you look at it, dependent on certain outcomes, all the bully has to do is surprise you with what you weren't expecting. Um, expecting others to behave, same thing. If, if you expect everybody to do something, um, any one of them could, could not do it. And then you are out of luck. And then the last is the believing that you're vulnerable instead of believing that you're secure. If you believe you're secure, you're going to act calmly and the bully or the person who's being unkind or unpleasant is going to recognize that their behavior is not going to get them any power. The only way that behavior would get them power is if you caved in and felt bad or reacted in some way, then they would see that they had some kind of control over you. But if you just act calmly, they're not going to, they're not going to feel like they have any chance of controlling you. Um, I recommend that you seek the real world as often as possible. So you can teach yourself mindful calmness, self-reliance, emotional management strategies, and the difference between real threats and false ones. You, if you can learn how to distinguish between a real threat to your safety, to a a real dangerous person and somebody who's just posing to make you scared and see if they can make you react to them 
and show them that they've overpowered you. That's a bully. And if you can learn how to recognize that from the second you see it, you're going to be, you're going to win out in life just from having that skill socially. And most of all, how powerful you can be and how powerful you actually already are. As you develop these and many other empowering traits and behaviors, you will stop dishing out the bully food. The the more calm you feel and the more self-assured that you feel, the less likely you are to offer over your power to somebody else. And you can only learn these lessons in the environment where bullies are and or where mean people or where kids who are careless or where people who are just trying to make, you know, get what they want and they weren't thinking about others. They were being selfish, whatever the reasons that they were acting the way that they were acting. If you're never around them, then you're not going to learn how powerful you are, how brave you are, and how you are just as, just as worthy of having what you uh, want and just as worthy of being respected. Just all you have to do is stand up for yourself. And this is how you learn it. Um, And the last thing I would say, when you accept a bully free, you accept that your school isn't a bully free zone and you wouldn't even want it to be if it was, um, you are really accepting that you'd rather learn these lessons now than when you're old. Um, it would be better to go into your adult years already knowing how to deal with jerks is basically what I'm saying. So in a sense, you can be thankful that you're dealing with this now because it will prepare you for the real world sooner rather than later. Um, next time we are going to talk about courage and, and what it feels like to realize you have courage and then what to do after that. And I hope you have a lovely week until then. Um, good luck with this strategy. Please do your best to think about it. And even the thought of wanting to engage with people who aren't always nice Even that thought is leading you to the point where you will stand tall if somebody does challenge you. So um, peace to you now and do something nice for yourself and I'll see you next time. 